time One last call for alcohol So finish your whiskey or beer Closing time You don't have to go home But you can't stay here I know It is time now for Hear Me Out with your guest, Betsy Esparza. Hear Me Out is brought to you by Front Street Books, your hometown independent bookstore. So this is just in. A committee headed by former councilman Rick Stevens and John Kennedy have applied for and received the forms from the city of Alpine to begin the recall process for Mayor Andy Ramos and Councilman Martin Sandate. Stevens said several dozen people have contacted him about being a part of the committee and they are reaching out daily. The Alpine City Council met again last night to make interim appointments to the city manager and city secretary positions. Megan Antrim and Gio Calderon were appointed to those positions respectively. The meeting follows last week's shakeup when now former city manager Eric Zimmer and former city secretary Cynthia Salas were terminated. A third motion was made by Councilwoman Judy Stokes to terminate city attorney Sandy Wilson, but failed for lack of a second. No council person voting for the terminations gave any reason to support their action last week, though Mrs. Stokes noted that Texas is an at-will state. While that is true, one exception to at-will employment is the existence of a contract, which Mr. Zimmer had. Other examples, for the sake of discussion, are anti-discrimination laws. While you can fire someone in Texas at-will, and I'm using air quotes, which means any time for any reason, you cannot fire them based on race, religion, ethnicity, etc., without becoming subject to a possible lawsuit. These are facts, and I am now going to move into the more opinionated portion of today's episode, um, kind of interspersed with some of the rumblings I've heard over the last week. Uh, by the way, I reached out to Councilwoman Stokes, Councilwoman Sarah Tandy, and Councilman Martin Sandate for comment this morning. Mrs. Stokes replied and said she didn't have any comment at this time. The other two did not reply. Um. I'll start by telling you that I am not overly committed or personally concerned with anyone on the city council or any of the city staff. Certainly there are those who are doing a great job and I'm thankful for that. Eric Zimmer was doing a great job. He had a vision and a plan which sadly has been an exception to the rule for about 20 years now. The city of Alpine has lacked leadership for decades with the exception of Mr. Zimmer. You can have a difference of opinion with someone but it doesn't make them incompetent. There can be two or more good ways to get something done, but the one with consensus wins. If your plan doesn't win, it doesn't mean the other side is cheating or corrupt. And if your plan gets tossed or fails or doesn't work after multiple tries, perhaps look inward. Cynthia Salas has a felony record. That's true. I've seen the disposition file, though it's been several years. I will tell you that it has always rubbed me a little wrong that someone holding her position 
would have that record, it just doesn't look good for a public official, either appointed or elected. But, but, everyone deserves a second chance. And she's held the job for a number of years now without issue. She didn't hurt. She didn't kill. She didn't maim. She wrote a hot check. She did probation. She paid her fine. People in glass houses, right? So let's get back to the elected leadership. The people you and I hire to watch over the public interest. I've been a part of two failed attempts in the city over the years at recall elections. And I want people to understand what this means. A petition with a number of signatures based on election turnout is required. Though in Alpine, it's not that many because so few people show up for elections, but we have talked about that here already. I can tell you from experience how few people want to put their name on a petition like that. And it's because they fear retribution. They told me so. We're not supposed to be afraid of our elected officials, so that's a problem, but it's a reality nonetheless. We can't even get people to vote, and I think a recall is going to be a tough sell. Moving forward, the city, the city charter requires a term of six months before a recall election can proceed, and let's talk about why, because I think it's the answer to a lot of what ails us. We cannot hold an election on a Saturday and then turn around Monday and start a recall election because that would be absurd. How would we ever get anything done? We need to give them a chance to find their footing and establish their ideas and learn about processes and people. The city's charter does not require that those we elect give the city staff the same opportunity. That's what good faith is for. A governmental body can and should absolutely make unpopular decisions as long as they're done in good faith. We elect them to make good decisions in good faith and to act reasonably, responsibly, and in fairness. When the question was asked last week, why? Why are you going to fire these people? The public was not given a satisfactory answer. If the council wants us to believe that it was anything other than petty, political, and disingenuous, we need answers. If there aren't good faith answers, then perhaps you, the council, made a mistake though it's a pretty deep hole and my advice would be to stop digging. Zimmer and Solace are gone. Let's assume for good. I don't think there's any reason to believe otherwise. I mean, would you go back to work for these people? They're gone and no one has even mentioned a plan to fill either of these important positions on a permanent basis. Who are they expecting to come up with the criteria? And what caliber of individual are we likely to get? What prospect with a modicum of self-respect would be willing to work here? This is broken government. If you want to know what it looks like, this is it. It's not funny and it's not a small thing. Here's how it affects you. Should, lawsuit, should lawsuits be filed? And it seems likely. I've heard damages estimates, which is the amount the plaintiffs would be awarded, when it's all said and done, as high as $4 million. There's not an insurance policy that covers that. That would be your money, your tax dollars. We've had two meetings and no solutions, two chances to do better, both lost, and we're left with more questions than answers. This isn't how it's supposed to work, and we all need to be paying closer attention. I will do better, and I hope you will too. 
Uh, Betsy, I wanted to uh, add in, uh, speaking of Cynthia Salas, uh, first of all, she, she had paid her debts to society. And... I'm sorry about that. I just wanted to point out that Cynthia had paid her uh, debt to society. Also, when she ran for office, uh, she had no time that she try to hide her conviction or anything. And so for anyone to bring that subject up, uh, that's a moot point. That's right. I agree. So. You ready for a break? Okay, yeah, we'll take a break here, and we'll be back right after this message from Front Street Books. Don't know much about the Big Bend National Park or the Big Bend in general? Front Street Books is the all-info source for the whole area, from birds to wildlife, geology and hiking, maps and guides to make your visit the most enjoyable. Front Street has it all. Alpine and the Big Bend have so much to offer everyone. Front Street Books endeavors to be a supporter of all things important in our area. Informative programs and interviews are so valuable for our community. It is a pleasure to support them. Front Street Books thanks all those that participate in these community efforts. And we are back. All right, Martin, I want to move on to a couple of some fun subjects. Easier topics here. Little things easier to digest. <laughs> We're going to stay on the city for a minute, but this is great news. Um, so the city pool is opening Saturday. And I know that this is going to be so such a wonderful thing for the kids. They didn't get to go last year. Um, and I'm and I'm really excited about this. I just wanted to go over um, the hours. Um, so the gates open Saturday, and the pool will be open Monday through Thursday um, from 11 a.m. to noon for lap swimming, and then from 12 to 5 for general admission and 5 to 6 for adult swim. And then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, general admission from 1 to 5. Uh, adults are $3. Children under 18 are $2. And if you're not swimming, there's no charge. Um, you can get annual passes for an individual. It's $35 for a family of two to five members. It's $85 and for a family of six or more, $105. If you want to have a pool party that is available to you Fridays, Saturday and Sundays from five to seven only, there's a $30 deposit and an $80 charge for two hours. Um, and I think the elementary students is, I, were all given two day passes each um, on the last day of school. If you don't have it from your kid, check their backpack. It's a purple bracelet. And um, Also, each. Betsy, I do believe that this year there is not a problem with getting lifeguards. I think they have plenty of lifeguards uh, for this year. Very good. All right. I, and I have saved the best for last. Um, this is my favorite thing in the world, Martin. Um, Alpine Cowboys baseball is They're back. coming back this year. And this it, is the, it, the best. It's exciting. You know, it's, we're, <laughs> uh, we were supposed to have Derek Palaki on this morning. Uh, he had a, uh, a last-minute change of his schedule. He's supposed to come back in on Thursday, I think, to talk about Cowboys. But uh, let's talk about them now. I'm so excited. In my opinion, they, the, the Cowboys is the best of summer. This is the best thing we have to offer in Alpine. Um, they open Wednesday, and then they're here like seven days in a row. And if history will, uh, repeats itself, we will have uh, 600 or more people at opening night uh, for the first game. Right. 
for you know the reigning champions. Yes. By the way, last year doesn't matter. At last all. year doesn't matter because <laughs> it was just a, a avoided year. But yes, we are the champions. But the uh, hometown crowd. Let's oh, wait a sec. We got Mr. Palaki walking in the door. Come, well, let, let's get Derek in here since he's <laughs> over here taking care of some other business. Derek, let me uh, fire up this microphone for you. This is this is the best thing that's ever happened. Oh, good, a- good afternoon, there, Derek. Oh, hello, uh, Derek. Uh, for the folks who uh, most of Alpine is very familiar with you, but uh, yeah. for those who may not be, you were a uh, beside being sportscaster at KVLF for the Cowboy Games. You are also involved with the organization. I've been involved with the organization since. Uh... Go ahead. There we go. Good night. Well, I've been involved in the organization since 2014, moving my way up from doing laundry to basically fielding the team. Current president, assistant GM, and uh, excited to walk over to the field these days and see that there's ball players on it again. Just great. And it started. When, when is oh, when is the first uh, game? June 2nd. June 2nd. So that is coming up it's next week. Next Wednesday. Yeah. Which, which is also Joe Esparza's birthday. How can you Happy go wrong? Happy birthday, Joe. We'll make sure we call that birthday in. I know. And so, and who are we playing on the first day? We will be hosting the Tucson Saguaros. Okay. Well, tell us a little bit about the the teams we're going to be playing this year. How many different teams are in the league this year? Uh, I think we're up to sixteen. It's in two divisions. There's the uh, the California side, and then there's our side. So our side would be us, Roswell, Santa Fe, Tucson, Trinidad, Colorado Springs. Garden City, Kansas, and Santa Fe, New Mexico, I believe I got all eight. We will play all of them at least for one series, and then if we make it to the finals, which I hope we do, it would be meet whichever team from the other side. Yeah, fantastic. I can't wait. I'm so excited that you walked in, Derek. Yeah. We didn't have a guest. We have a surprise guest. Fate would have it. Fate would have it. Well, and and if there's anybody who knows baseball, it's certainly Derek. It is Derek. It's for certain. Well, Derek, I know that you are going to be calling some of the games this year. And uh, I've mentioned to a few folks that uh, we're going to have a guest uh, announcer on the uh, final week in June. I'm not sure who we're playing at those. Do you know? It is a homestand for about four games. The very, very end? Yeah. Santa well, Fe or Tucson. While you while you look that up, there's a fella. If you listen to TSN News, which is on KVLF and KALP, especially on weekends, you'll hear the name John Mark Dempsey. Right. John Mark Dempsey has been with TSN for years. He used to call the Texas A and M baseball mm-hmm. games. Uh, John Mark is coming down here uh, specifically to check out Alpine and to uh, call. Uh, three or four of the games on the radio so uh we're certainly looking forward to that very much and i think that uh john will do uh the cowboys proud and uh i think the folks will really enjoy his well miss you of course yes but yes. They'll, they'll enjoy the, di- the, diff- <laughs> the different sound of oh the- no 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 it's always good to have a little uh little difference every now and again no we, we are excited about so how many games are they going to be playing this year oh he's what do we usually play around 60, 62, and about 64 days? Yeah. Now, Derek, I tell you, there is one little snafu I understand is that uh, we haven't got enough homes for the yes. players. Is that correct? That is that is correct. We're we're still um, looking for host families. I've I've met every single one of these guys, and they're terrific, terrific gentlemen. You know, we make them all go through a code of conduct, make sure that they abide by the law. My big thing years ago was. You need to be as good off the field. You need to be. It doesn't matter about your you talent. Need better you need, off the field yeah. than you are you, you, on the you field. You need to be. You you can be here, and you need to be here as worth to you as a person as you are as a pl- as your play. So 
we we put that into our scouting a long time ago, and it's it's worked well. We've had great uh, great um, success with our host families. We're still looking for more. We need to house some guys. If you're interested, you know, please reach out. I mean, we can use the station as an extension there, and I know you can send them my way or Kristen Kavnis or please, please, if if you if you ever were interested in, in hosting a player, you have an extra room or a guest house or or something, you can take a player or two. We'll let you have your pick. You can come meet them on the uh, and it's the day only of the five. It's only for a couple. months. It's only for a couple of months. Only for half the season anyway. Because yeah. the other half they're going to be gone anyway. Right. So it's really just you know a bed and a shelter for for when they're when they're tired and beleaguered after a long road trip or a doubleheader or a long night game that's probably going to go extra innings. So they can put their head on the pillow, cover up, and then get ready for the next day. Yeah. And it's a worthwhile experience. And I'm I'm hosting somebody this year. Oh, fantastic! So, and I've hosted in in the past with with the space that I've had. So it it's a, really is a worthwhile experience. You talk to some of the host families here that have small kids and say they helped my kid get into baseball, or you know they they were a hero to my kid or someone that they could really look up to. And you know it it really is great. It's sort of like bringing in an exchange student. There you go. Yeah. That's, that's, that's you know. And yeah. all host families get free season tickets. So you host a kid, you get a free season ticket, and uh, you know we we take care of the kids and and we'll we'll make sure uh, we help you out as as well. It's it's a worthwhile experience. Now I know both of you have experienced the vibe of 06 Coconut Field with the baseball. Let you talk a little bit about it. You you mean like the mystique, just the, a game day? Yeah, there's nothing like it. It's just a whole feel about it. It's it's it puts the hairs on your arm come yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. Go well, you go Derek. Uh, I've been to all I've been to most of the parks in this league. And nothing compares to ours. There are some nice ones. There was a AAA one in Tucson a couple years ago. That was cool. I've ridden an elevator up to the press box. Okay, fine. But <laughs> We don't need that. Yeah. There's nothing quite like 1947 Coconut Field. And just when the lights go down, or excuse me, when the lights come on and the sun's going down and you see the mountains out there and you see the peak of the sun as it's dipping. It, there's just no quite feeling 75 degrees, slight breeze, and just baseball. And you can or a fi- thunderstorm. Or a thunderstorm there way back yeah. there that you know is not going to hit us. And you right. can feel the ghost of players past, I swear, when you're, when you're there. The history, of, the history of the place just seems to come to life it, while you're there. It, it does. It almost, it almost takes you back. I mean, the real bleacher seating the, the, and then the, the, uh, or the, 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 fold, the, the folding chairs seating and then the real you know uh, uh bleachers on the sides bullpens full enclosed park one way in one way out walk up it see it behind home plate it was like when i went to fenway park for the first time i had that look and it, it's just like you see it and people just go wow and all the players that come here they go i didn't know what i was expecting no they... i looked it up and first i thought we were going to the municipal park and then i saw this place i'm like oh no no it's the it's the real mccoy here yeah yeah, and we need to give a shout out to the uh, fellas, women, and men who uh, take care of that field, who are, who are make sure that it stays in great shape. Yeah, and, and Betsy, you have a connection, obviously, because uh, your dad used to call a lot That's of the right. games. Yeah. That's let's, right. Let's talk about that. Yeah. I know he was a big '06 yes. Cowboys fan. He was a huge '06 Cowboy fan, and the, and he and he was um, the last time he was at the field um, is was for the championship game, mm-hmm. and. I mean, you can't go out better than that, right? Yeah. Um, gosh, it's gonna it's gonna get me a little bit emotional. But not having um, a season last summer was a was kind of tough. Oh, I'm certain. And I, I know it was tough on a lot of people. 
and and so I have been I have just been looking so forward to this. I cannot wait to go sit in there and watch a baseball game. I oh, cannot I agree. wait. So we encourage the folks to this summer come on out to Coconut Field. There's nothing like live baseball. Of course, if you can't be there, you can hear the games on KVLF. But if you're here in town and the games are in town, gotta go. Make your way over to the field. There's plenty of seating, plenty of parking. Inexpensive. Inexpensive. How much is it's, a like, it's like seven dollars yeah, a ticket. Seven dollars. Yeah, right. no, it's a bargain. It's a bargain for sure. There's something going on Saturday, isn't there? There's the uh, there's the 5K and the 10K, and after that, the ball club is going to do their annual scrimmage afterwards. I think it's going to do the 5K and the 10K in the morning. I think we're going to get going baseball wise between 11 and 11:30. Let me get uh, let me get the particulars on that because there's still some talk, and then and then we can report back for the rest of the week on the radio station here. But the baseball team is going to play. People are welcome to come out, meet the players. You know, if you're on the fence about being a host family and you want to look at the players for yourselves, we we welcome you to come on down. It's going to be a 5K and a 10K, so there's going to be a lot of people around. So come on out, even if you just want to see everybody and then see the team play again. I think about 11, 11:30, between 11 and noon is when baseball get going. They'll probably play for a few hours, so. If you want to make second half of it, the first half of it, come on out around that time on, on Saturday. It's going to be great. Uh, another thing folks can do to support the Cowboys is to get Cowboy gear, whether yep. it's the hats or shirts. And I know it. I'll give a free plug to Morrison's True Value <laughs> yep. because they have a great selection down there. But we should all be wearing the Alpine the Alpine Cowboy colors during the baseball season, as we are the reigning champs. Yes, because we have we got to keep that title for two years, even yep. though we didn't have to defend it last year. <laughs> we would hey, technically be the longest reigning champs because yes. no one's ever won it twice in a row. Well, we would have yet. We would have. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we we have this year to do it, exactly. and, so, and so we're looking forward to it. Well, Derek, I want to thank you for coming thank in, you. and I uh, hopefully we'll see you on Thursday morning for yes. the folks that I'll you come back. in for a second cup of coffee with me. And uh, we appreciate all the work that you do with the Cowboys. And uh, it was just serendipity that you came here. It was. Gotta love it. Yeah. Fate would have it. You know, well, thank you very much. Thanks, Derek. Thank y'all. I appreciate it. Okay. Well, Betsy, there's the, we talked about the swimming pool. Mm-hmm. We talked about the uh, baseball. Are there any other notes? That I, was it. Okay. Well, I, I have a few quick thing. The Alpine Public Library Summer Reading Program and activities that are going on uh, for over at our library. For the kids looking for things to do at summer, uh, I don't know. I, I say contact, but... Uh, uh, Mary Beth Garrett. Yes. Uh, she has put together a fantastic program for the kids this summer. Mm-hmm. And just contact the Alpine Public Library to find out the schedule and, uh, and what, what, what the times are as far as what they have going. But I can tell you this she works very hard and puts together a great program, and this year is no exception. She does. I spoke to her a little bit about it this week. Um, and I think the library's phone number is 837. 837- Two three two six. You'll be making a liar out of me if I, if um, I were to guess. And um, you can go to alpinepubliclibrary.com and down on the left, um, on the left side there is a like a youth and youth and teen programs. Yeah. Click on that and it'll take you to everything you need to know. Okay, and Betsy, I just want to uh, go back to the city council just one more time, real quickly, and not to make a comment uh, about anything that has happened or anything that will happen, except for the fact that. This is our town. This is our community, and we all need to work together. We have a situation here that is 
Well, I, you know, it, it's certainly not uh, something that everybody wanted. Uh, now we have to work to try to make things better. Uh, I would hope that folks would remember that uh, these people that we're dealing with are our neighbors. They are people that we live with all the time. So uh, there shouldn't be any picking of sides or there should be nothing but uh, uh, people working together to try to make this uh, situation uh, better and uh, what, how is that going to get done? Well, we'll, we'll see and find out. Uh, it's not up to me to make that decision. We'll follow the process. We'll follow the process and, and obey the rules. But uh, do remember, you know, when you don't vote and only 16 or 17 percent of the eligible voters come out and vote, that affects every single person in the city. Because by you not voting and, and when you had the opportunity to, uh, your voice wasn't heard, and therefore uh, only a small minority was heard, but they're the loudest because they voted. So uh, do remember that when it comes time for elections. Spend the time to find out a little bit about the candidates. Find out what their, what their points of view are, what their plans are, and then make a decided choice on who you want to vote for. The important thing is that you do vote. We are so fortunate to be in a country where voting is not, it was encouraged. It's not uh, trying to be suppressed. It is encouraged to vote. So uh, please do what you can. And remember, all we want is for our city to be a great place, and we need to work together to keep it that way. Um, I wanted to tell everyone that um, Hear Me Out can now be found on Apple Podcasts. Just search for Hear Hear Me Out Alpine Um, on Facebook. Also search for Hear Me Out Alpine. Um, Or you can email me at hearmeoutalpine at gmail.com. All right. And one more thing before we cut out here is a big thank you to Front Street Books for uh, being a sponsor for Hear Me Out. As uh, without sponsors like that, we can't have programs like this. And that has been Hear Me Out with your guest, Betsy Esparza. We'll be back next Tuesday at this time. Until then, my friends, have a good evening. Closing time, open all the doors and let you out in.